I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello there. This is the Bluegatoons podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this week's episode. It's episode 169. Almost 170. Yeah. What do I talk about uh, this week? This particular episode. Well, I shall. I shall tell you. Um, I talk a bit about the film Westworld, and the fact that that's a film that really passed me by because I'm not unfamiliar with 70s cinema, but you know, <laughs> it just, this just shows how little I know about Michael Crichton's work. So. Um, now that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> I I tried to make it interesting sounding, uh, so make of it what you will. Uh, I talk about my mid-year plans because you know we're getting to the middle of 2016. It's it's an exciting time because I I, I go in, into why I feel like it's quite an exciting time. Yeah, there, there is a six-minute shout-out um, which shall remain which it shall remain a mystery uh, what, what that subject will be until it comes along when you hear that segment that's something to look forward to um and i yeah i have a bit of a talk about beluga weekly number 70 uh let's see is it a good one this week i'm trying to remember did i did i go for one of the the better ones i I think i think it is a better week i I always lose track because one week i talk about one that i think turned out pretty good and other weeks ones that i did, did not think turned out pretty good uh, so i think i think it's the pretty good week i think <laughs> i can't remember yeah which one was it i don't know um never mind because right now i'm going to get on to the movie segment so yeah uh, the film was westworld um so in in the following segment you will hear me talk talk about that film and you will hear me reveal the title of next week's film. Now then, not only had I not seen this film previously, I don't think I've ever heard of it. it it's funny because... Um, I, I think... I, did I see that? Because um, I just I just went on IMDb now, and it looks like there's going to be a remake. Apparently, is that right? Or was there one that I that completely passed me by? Because uh, I um, I saw it on yeah, just, just on IMDb. Yeah, hang on, uh, I'm, I'm going to have another look because. Um, I I really should have prepared myself for this. Uh, Westworld, two thousand sixteen. Ben Barnes and Ingrid 
Cowboys but uh, um Oh, a series inspired by the 1973 film of the same title. Yeah, so it it's um, it's a TV version. See, I I just that's one of the things that yeah I I may have heard someone mention that there was going to be a TV series of Westworld coming up or because that that's this year is it? It says here 2016. It's funny, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I just, I, I'm really not up to speed on on this sort of thing, but yeah, um, because I watched the original movie, um, which I believe began as a as a novel by Michael Crichton. Is that right, or or did he just come up with it and make a film? I don't know. I know very little about the background of this. Um. It seems that he he did write the, the the screenplay for the film, as as he normally does. Yeah, um, basically, the um, this is another one of those films where I I kind of feel like the idea was a little bit better than the end product. Uh, not to say I I didn't get any enjoyment out of it at all. It was it was interesting to watch. It's a cool idea. Um, there were, there were things in it that I kind of wanted to see, and I suppose maybe it's because this was still in the seventies, and it wasn't wasn't that easy to uh, to create certain things right, in terms of effects. You know, the the um, the, the effects aren't bad. I, I'm I'm guessing that it is pretty typical of. 1973 this is the thing I, d I don't um that don't really have a lot to compare it to well i suppose i i i find that the um 2001 must have set the bar pretty high for visual effects because that was several years earlier um i you know i um the acting was very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, it 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 has that kind of. Cause I always want to say it 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 reminded me of Jurassic Park. Obviously, that's another Michael Crichton story. Um, but you know, because that, that almost implies that Westworld isn't older than Jurassic Park, which obviously it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I I wasn't actually aware that there was. Yeah, I, I, you know, I get the feeling because the the concept does ring a bell. This idea that it's like a theme park where people can experience uh, realistic scenarios, like they they have um, the Roman world and the the medieval world and West world. Um, I, I, uh, I, I just kept thinking, like, obviously Jurassic Park was a, a massive hit, and it's one that I remember. I can remember all the hype that came out you know, when the, when that was first released. Um, 
because it, it was you know, just just outstanding. No, no film before ever, ever you know really really looked like it, and yeah, I I I, I just keep thinking of that and. Westworld, I suppose, is kind of the Jurassic Park of its time. Um, not only was it written by the same person, um, it it is just it, it's it's kind of similar, I suppose. The the thing that kind of bugged me is that no one in the film seems to to realize that it it's totally inevitable that if you're setting up so that you, you can have fights with people it's not necessarily a simulator you are kind of put in that place and it, all you have is this um safeguard where the their weapons are immobilized somehow whenever they're directed at non-robotic people you know there's a lot of naivety there you know human beings are very naive uh, but I think that's pushing it. <laughs> okay, when I watch it again, no, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really that interested. Um, I think because I I was, was when I saw it was a film called Westworld and there was something to do with cowboys. I thought it was gonna be an actual western. So now I'm I'm sort of um, I'm thinking maybe I would have preferred an actual western. But anyway, uh, so basically. Tell tell me now, internet. So, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not in the. Um, I'm quite so energetic for the, this first segment. But internet, please tell me, what film will I be talking about in next week's episode? Romeo and Juliet, nineteen sixty-eight. Adam, that's not funny. It is once again time for the six-minute shout-out. So let's spin the internet wheel. There it goes. Round and round. Will it land on a YouTube channel? Will it land on, on uh, a Facebook page? Who knows? It might be another podcast or something. It's slowing. It's slowing. It's landed on George Fest. Right, this is... Um, a night to celebrate the music of George Harrison. Yeah, uh, and I, I actually played this album to my um, my parents when I, I went to visit them recently. I uh, I, I was excited for it because I, um, I, I, it must have been yeah uh, sometime last year. I I saw some video clips online. One I I, I was most interested in particular was the. Uh, uh, Weird Al's performance of uh, What Is Life, uh, which I think probably is my favourite George Harrison song. Is, I think when people say to me, uh, which song of George's do you like best, that's the, that's usually my answer, yeah. And he does it really well. Um, and, and for a while it was just a video you could see online because someone had recorded it on their phone, I think. You, you can tell this it's not a professional recording. Um, but it, it was a great way of... of Getting an idea of getting a little flavour of what um, what went on that night, yeah. Uh, so um, I have the, the track listing here. I, I can actually I can I can tell you and give you all the details. Tell you who sings what. Uh, 
and it, and it should give you an idea of of why uh, it's it's really worth seeing. It starts off with um, Danny Harrison and Conan O'Brien singing "Old Brown Shoe." Hang on, I'm just gonna have to do something because the, the the version I've got here doesn't give you all the names. Um, yeah, uh, Old Brown Shoe. The the next one is a, a cover of I Me Mine, which I believe was a song from the Beatles' Let It Be album. Uh, come on, George Fest. Oh, I'm so organised. <laughs> yeah, um, who, who sings that one there? <laughs> come on. Brit Daniel, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> should, should do my homework. Um, Let it roll. That's um, performed by Jonathan Bates. The version of something by Nora Jones. Got my mind set on you. Sung by Brandon Flowers. If not for you, uh, sung by the Heartless Bastards. Uh, Be here now. Sung by Ian Astbury. Wawa, sung by uh, Nick Valenci. If I Needed Someone, sung by Jamestown Revival. Art of Dying, sung by Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Savoy Truffle, sung by Danny Harrison. For You Blue, sung by Chase Cole. Uh, Beware of Darkness, sung by Anne Wilson. Let It Down, um, uh, sung by Danny Harrison, yeah. Let, let it roll before I, that's what I was going through my head as I like, didn't I read that no, let, let, let it down Give Me Love uh, sung by Ben Harper Here Comes the Sun sung by Perry Farrell What Is Life sung by Weird Al Yankovic Behind That Locked Door sung again by Nora Jones My Sweet Lord sung by Brian Wilson I actually had this playing on my iPod on my stereo last night uh, when my iPod was on shuffle isn't It a Pity, sung by The Black Rider. Any Road, sung by Butch Walker. I'd Have You Anytime, sung by Karen Elson. Taxman, sung by Cold War Kids. It's All Too Much, sung by The Flaming Lips. Handle With Care, and that's sung by various people. Uh, these last two tracks, Handle With Care and All Things Must Pass. Um, for that one, they get back singers like Brian Wilson... Uh, Britt Daniel and Anne Wilson and, and uh, yeah, various others, <laughs> and um, so yeah, uh, I as I say, I played it to my my family and they they liked it. Um, they were quite intrigued because uh, they they weren't we, we, none of us were were that familiar with. A lot, a lot of those those singers. Let's see. I, I um I'm a fan of let's say um Brandon Flowers, um Weird Al, Brian Wilson, and the Flaming Lips, um uh, and uh, several others I'm, I'm definitely aware of. Um, but there are a lot of artists in there that I'm sure I've never really come across. Um, I, I haven't really added them to my iTunes collection, uh, so it it was an interesting way of of, of hearing the, these artists and performers that I, I really uh, um, d didn't know qu 
quite so well. It, you know, that, that's uh, that's always always fascinating because uh, I, I think my mum and dad they they weren't, weren't aware of that many of, of those artists, um, but at the same time they, they you know I, I said before that was something that's quite intriguing and it was something that um, they they seemed to really enjoy about about this collection. You can get it on iTunes, you can get it on CD. I actually got the CD, which is two discs and a, and a DVD of, of like of, of the concert, so you can actually watch it, you can actually get to see what it looked like. Um, so yeah, that, um, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. I have fallen, and I choose not to get up! We got the thump. Ladies and gentlemen, comedy fans of all ages... Fumpfest is back, featuring performances by 2D6, Carrie Dalby, Tim Cavanaugh, Tivo Spice, Dino Mike, The Gothsicles, The Library Bards, Mega Thruster, Rob Paravonian, Sea Monkey, Zach Shornick, Tom Smith, and Worm Quartet. And this year's guest of honor, Paul and Storm. George R.R. R. Martin, please write and write faster. Please give us boiled leather and sigils and steel. Fumpfest is taking place August 26th through 28th at the Elk Grove Holiday Inn in Chicago, Illinois. Tickets for the weekend are just $50. Join. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Join us for live concerts, panels, even more dumb parody ideas, demented karaoke, and the death of Sea Monkey. Visit funfest.com to register for the event and reserve your hotel now. That's F-U-M-P-F-E-S-T dot com. Right, now it's time for me to take a look at one of the old Beluga Weekly episodes. Um, this is one that I did uh, in 2010. It was number 70. Um, yeah, and uh, because this this week I get to talk about uh, one that I actually feel came out quite well. This, this just um, shows Jackie, the... Little Jack Russell Terrier um, finding a stick, and, and she she says, "There you are, Mister Stick." And she picks it up and says, "You and me are going to have a bit of fun together." She then throws the stick, um, and then you just see her carrying it around with a little thought balloon that says, "It's just not as fun when you're on your own." So yeah, I suppose not not the the greatest. Um, joke I've you know ever come up with it. It, it, um, it it just seemed like um, something that 
you would expect to see from Jackie. This was an early one. This is this might have been Jackie's first appearance. I'm just going to say it is, even though it might not be. Um, but you know, it's cute. I I was getting more and more of an idea of um, what, what kind of character she would be like, because I, I think right from the start I was thinking she has to be like very, very upbeat and um, yeah. Uh, I kept it simple with this one. Uh, even the background, I just re reused the background. The only thing I changed, I think, was the clouds. Um, and it's funny because I, I don't think I draw clouds the same way as I did. Because <laughs> back then I used to make them look very fluffy and made them made them look like they were kind of bulging and yeah. Um, once again, this goes back to when. I actually did make the backgrounds look slightly different, so that there, there was this idea, you know, was some some kind of um, perspective, or you know, things further away kind of looked mistier. Um, so yeah, so the background actually works very nicely, and I, and I still think because you know it, it's something that I. I don't put a lot of effort into these days. I mean, I've, I've never been that great at, at doing good backgrounds, but I think back then I at least wanted to to show some... To, to, to actually, to, to, I suppose at the very least, make it so that the background didn't um, distract from the central focus. Because everything that I want people to be paying attention to is nice and clear... And I've just sort of faded the background stuff so it doesn't... I mean, looking at the background, all I can see is there's like a tree and a dustbin, I think. Um, that's literally it. And they're, but they're far away in the distance. And and I think it it works nicely for this sort of thing. And I always, I always feel like... Um, that, that, that plane is distracting me. <laughs> I never... I never really... Uh, prepare myself or I can't really be prepared for that sort of thing um, sorry if you if you can hear that <laughs> it's it's not very professional of me but there we go um, I've also got Eugene in the banner with a stick in his mouth like, as a dog would do although he's, he's kind of folding his flippers over like folded arms yeah um, I think because Jackie has changed a bit because um, I, I I didn't have a, I didn't really have much to compare her to obviously this was at a time when I was drawing her in a specific way so yeah um, but actually because maybe this is an example of why it's such a good you know good idea to keep redrawing a character and and just keep at it until you're one hundred percent satisfied because. Yeah, I um, I had an original design for her, which um, I didn't end up using. I didn't. Um, I, I never I never went back to it, even like the second time I drew her. So um, she had changed a bit from the, those first sketches that I'd done. Uh, but you know, look, looking at this, this one that I actually did put in in this episode, the one, the the design that I did go for for this one. 
Um, yeah, it's funny because I would never draw her like that these days. Um, and, yeah, I, I suppose... I, I, I still... I still like the idea of sort of templating um, my characters because it is a bit of a cheat, but I mainly just kind of reuse the head, and even then I, I'm, I'm not going to use the same eyes or mouth because that changes a lot of the expression, and the expression does need to change, um, like depending on the situation, like. If, if there's a lot of high energy that's gonna that needs to be displayed in one particular panel, uh, and that's when you've really got to tweak things around. And um, Illustrator is very good for that sort of thing. I um, so I, I do I do kind of cheat the heads of each character, and sometimes yeah I think I have some templates where I I also have the rest of the body. Uh, but I, I know which parts need changing, and I, I think when I duplicate an image, um, and, and it's and this is for a, um, a comic strip, uh, it works because it gets me thinking about what needs to change and also what what can actually stay the same to add, to have that consistency. But, you know, um, because uh, some of my characters wear hats. Um, and their their hats, the the they don't um, they don't move around. It's not like the the heads are much smaller than the hats, so there's no um, no need to sort of change the positioning of it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I I I'm very very creatively cheating, I suppose. You don't understand anything, man. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. Right then, cow's play. Uh, don't know when the hiatus is going to come to an end, um, but I will be putting up some new cow's plays on tune, Tunes Up because there are, are some people on there who are, um, have been very helpful and given me some ideas for for someone just just to fill in the void. Um, because I, I before I was I was doing one every week, um, and I was making sure that I always. Uh, reach that deadline um, on time, but um, but now I'm I'm sort of taking it easy. I'm I'm working at a much steadier pace because this is just you know um, things to do while I'm sorting things out. Because hopefully in the near future I won't have to be quite so busy. Um, let's see. Uh, over there, because it. it in a few months' time, I'm going to be done with Beluga Weekly, I think, for the year. Because it won't be too long. I think it'll be maybe a month or two before I I finish Beluga Weekly 2016. Like, that story arc will um, have reached the... You know, I will have got to the final episode, and I'll move on to the start of Beluga Weekly 2017. It's it's amazing because we are nearly halfway through this year now, because yeah we're on the fifth month of the year. I was going on about this. I think I was going on about this last year that um, by the end of June, 
Like, to me, that that's a sign that you know we're crossing the halfway point, and we're now kind of you know, we we're at that peak. So we're on our way down. We're going to go down, down, down to the end of the year. Um, and it's a little bit scary because I always say, you know, I I I'm I'm like like a lot of people. I f- I find it quite weird how just 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 how time flies. But um, but I think cause as I've been doing so much more drawing and stuff over the the last few years, uh, I I've grown to really appreciate the fact that. Um, you know, it, it it doesn't take that long to get from the start of the year to the end, and I never really see it as like you know, there's a, a limit as to what you know. Um, I'm I'm not necessarily fighting to get Beluga Weekly done, like the, like the, 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 the this, this current season, this current story arc, completed by the end of the year. Because it's it's almost done already, you know. So I'm sort of finishing things up round about the middle of the year, and um, so yeah, I think once I've got the first, maybe, but it depends how long it's going to take me. Uh, but it, you know, if if I can manage to get the first couple of months of Beluga Weekly 2017 completed. Then I'll probably take a break from that, so I can um, maybe do another season of Cow's Play. We'll have to, we'll have to see. What, you know, I, I've no idea how long it's going to be. These things always take a bit longer. They, they definitely take longer than than I want them to. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, I'm going to, as I said before, continue doing the uh, Cow's Plays by request. If you want to request a Cow's Play. Uh, just leave a comment if if you've been following it on um, DeviantArt or Facebook or Tumblr, you, you can leave comments. You you can just comment and make a suggestion on what what you think the next one should be based on. Um, yeah. Uh, so right now, I I don't know. I I haven't actually put together a plan for May. I I, I sort of decided that this month. I'm not going to put anything up on my wall that says, you know, here's the deadline for all of this work. I just thought, no, I, I'm going to just, I'm going to have a bit of a flexible month and I, I, I am working on a plan uh, for June. So yeah, uh, uh, from from there on, I think I'll, I'll get back into the habit of having an actual deadline for, for each month. Um, because I yeah I, I like to to make sure I I don't spend too long that I, I don't um it doesn't take me too long to get all the cows plays and beluga weeklies and and comic comic books and all of that uh, all of the work that I'm doing there um so I I usually set the deadline like um it, it tends to be the the last Friday of the month. I, I'm, I'm feeling like that is the best way to look at it at the moment. So yeah, um, it, 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 it seems to be the the most efficient way to to make that the, uh, the the kind of overall deadline for things in each month. It's great because it gives, gives me a little bit more time to to kind of reflect. I'll take uh, two cheese pizzas and some crazy bread. <laughs> 
Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. I'm just going to close YouTube off because that's distracting me. Um, now then, uh, I'm going to let you know about the Comic Book Club. Uh, any new listeners, this is, this is something that I attend every month. Um, let's see if I can remember the details without my cheat sheet this time. Uh, let's see, it's the third Thursday of every month. That's one thing I can be sure of. <laughs> uh, it, it starts at uh, around... It's usually 7pm to about 10pm, uh, I believe. Um, you know, we... We don't usually mind you know, if, if if you turn up a little bit late. That you know we're not we're not going to have a go at you. <laughs> we're not going to turn you away if you're not on time, um, because we we tend to just show up. It's at the Goblets Wine Bar on Above Bar Street in Southampton, and yeah, um, people usually get food and uh, maybe some kind of al alcoholic beverage, and we talk about comics. Uh, there's usually a, a different topic. The next one is going to be about whitewashing in movie so th this this is not not just about comics per se i don't think um so yeah a bit of a hard biting subject there's a great um john oliver video it's quite an old one now um hollywood whitewashing uh it's one of the uh, what, uh how is this still a thing videos you can see that on youtube it it, it, it uh, makes makes a very makes some very good points um but yeah so so that, that's the kind of thing we're going to be talking about in the next one uh, so yeah, uh, they have a Twitter at CBC Sutton, and they're also on Facebook. You just type in uh, Comic Book Club Southampton. Uh, you should you should be able to find them on there. Uh, don't forget, I have a website. Yeah, uh, it's called Belugatoons dot com. B E L U G A T O O N S, and there, that's where you can find information on Cow's Play. Uh, I'll probably try and work out a section where I can. Uh, arrange for like uh, as I mentioned before requests for cows plays because uh, once you've seen what goes on in there it's this ongoing art project I, <laughs> I try to fill in people who, who aren't familiar with my work uh, but yeah check it out on there that um, I do also have and I, I, sh I should I should always point this out that uh, there is, uh, I have a, a red bubble store I'm selling t-shirts. Someone actually bought a t-shirt recently. That was really exciting. Yeah, um, so if, if you go to belugatoons.redbubble.com Actually, I'm just going to make sure that that actually works. belugatoons.redbubble.com Yeah, that, that takes you to my store. Yeah. Um, so you can get mugs, you can get t-shirts, you can get stickers. There's all sorts of things on there. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, um... Uh, and finally, uh, I am at Belugatoons on Twitter, and if you want to follow this podcast's Twitter, it's at Belugatoons Pod. Yeah, so there you go. That, that's all. That's literally all you need to know. I, I can go away now. <laughs> I won't bother you. I won't, won't keep you any longer. Do take care, uh, everybody, and bye bye.